We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Everything Boston Red Sox. This is Red Sox Review on WEEI. Oh, what a night to pick the return to Red Sox Review. Holy moly, I've not done one of these in years. And the Red Sox walk it off. 9-8, your final. We'll do it up until midnight. You want to get in on the phones tonight? If you're there at Fenway Park, you stuck around to the bitter end to this one. Uh, you want to complain that there should have been more games like this this year. They're too far out of it. Whatever you want to do between now and midnight, we can do it. 617-779-7937. The phone number, you can jump in on Twitter as well. Mutt, W-E-E-I, and Mutt at Night, W-E-E-I. So I, I have three... Three big takeaways, or my, my three takes from this thing is we'll, we'll lead it off and then get to your reactions to to what you saw tonight. Like, first of all, a legit, legit big win, okay? They're down 8-3. to three. The ballpark is lifeless. Like, the Nissan player of the game, or like for the postgame show, if we, if we had one this week with a powerful performance, would have been the kid in center field tonight who caught Verdugo's home run. If you missed this, get on social media and find this. The kid's wearing a Ted Williams throwback jersey. He's got a glove in his left hand. He's got a red foam finger on the other. He's in center field dead straight away and makes a miraculous catch of the Verdugo home run. Doesn't lean over. Doesn't drop the, the foam finger. Just tremendous. And, and for eight and a half innings, that was the highlight. Was the kid in center field in the Teddy ball game jersey making the play. And then the ninth inning happened. And the Red Sox in the ninth inning absolutely blew doors on the Rangers. couple of teams well out of it. Red Sox are closer technically than the Rangers are in the American League wild card. But they come into the ninth inning down 8-5 to five at that point. 8-5, uh, to five, you get Tommy Pham leadoff walk. And this is all against Jonathan Hernandez who replaced uh, Jose LeClerc there in the ninth inning. Pham with the leadoff walk. Verdugo walks. And by the way, Hernandez was not close. On those first two batters. Uh, Xander Bogarts with a single, and it was, it was it's a single, but a little flare to the right side. Hernandez did not do a good job getting off the mound. In fact, as Lou pointed out on the broadcast tonight, he actually went towards the ball first. If he had gone to first base directly, they probably get Bogarts, but he made the mistake. Bogarts hustling, infield single, bases loaded, nobody out. Devers comes up, first, sw- first pitch swinging, 35th double of the year. Smokes it to the left. Two-run score, 8-7. J.D. strikes out. He's had a rough year, obviously. They intentionally walk the red-hot, red-hot Christian Royal. We'll get to him coming up. Uh, and then Kike Hernandez steps in. He gets the single in the right field. That ties the game 8-8. Two pitches later, Rob Refsnyder walks it off. 9-8, your final. 
Eight batters, one out, cruised against this kid, Hernandez, who struggled with control in the pitches he did throw over the plate. The Red Sox absolutely smashed. So I, I don't want to belittle the win, okay? Legit big win. That is number one. Number two, there should have been more games like this this year. There just should have been. The last two nights have been kind of like a what if. And I mentioned this on last night's game as part of the pregame show today. Everyone out there, man, woman, whatever, you've got that ex-boyfriend or girlfriend in your life. And you don't think it all the time. It's not like a constant thing in your head, although maybe for some of you it is. But it's that what if. What if I would stayed with him? What if I had married her? That was the what if I got watching the Red Sox last night. What if Xander Bogarts, his shoulder didn't get banged up and he actually had that power that he showed last night in that Grand Slam all year long? What if J.D. Martinez didn't go through this massive, massive power outage and hit more than 11 home runs this year? What if Matt Barnes, who got that double play there in the ninth inning, what if he was able to pitch back to his 2001 form? I know I should be living in the moment, enjoying the win, but how can you not feel that way? Like, this was supposed to be the Red Sox. Six runs last night. Nine more tonight. Home runs galore last night. Back-to-back by Bogarts and, and, and J.D. Martinez. Tonight, you score four in the ninth inning. You put up a nine spot. Like this was supposed to be the Red Sox. And for a bunch of reasons, roster construction, bullpen wasn't good. Played a bunch of bad teams one month and good teams in the other. It just didn't end up that way. And I I know I should be happy about the Red Sox winning tonight. I'm not saying you can't be happy, but, but, but. Kind of like a what if. Kind of like, eh. Wish there were more games like this earlier in the year. So that was my number two. Number three, and this is obvious, but (laughs) the dude's 0 for 24. Shows up today in some sort of, I don't know what the hell that was. Red and white candy cane barbershop sleeve. Comes up with a couple of massive hits, and it's a reminder. The Red Sox have to sign Rafael Devers. Like, in, in no universe can you sell to this fan base, many of who stuck around tonight, and I give you credit if you did, because that was a, a sparse crowd to start, but the folks who stuck around saw a good game. How do you tell those fans, the couple thousand that stuck around, thousand that stuck around there late, We can't afford Rafael Devers. Give me a break. The guy's one of the best hitters in baseball. Busted out of a big slump tonight. You made the bets deal a couple years ago. Bogarts is certainly going to opt out. Unlikely he'll come back. Although, we'll see. We talked about this in the the pregame show today. The the market with Correa and and Trey Turner and others maybe, maybe making the fourth most at the shortstop position for Bogarts. Maybe that ends up back here. Maybe he ends up back here in Red Sox uniforms. That could happen. But you have to bring back Devers. You just have to. And tonight, tonight reiterated it. Like, how do you tell a Boston fan base, we can't sign your best hitter? So I'm sure they're going to make a run at this guy. But just be prepared, Red Sox ownership, front office. Like, if you thought the Mookie Bet stuff was bad, and Betts is probably a better hitter overall. 
better player overall. I don't want to say better hitter, but better player overall. Wait till you don't re-sign Devers. A couple of years after Betts not being here. So those are my like three thoughts in the game. I have a couple like minor thoughts, but those are the three big thoughts. Legit big win. Kind of like a what-if feeling. What if they had done this earlier in the year? And then Devers again, just an unbelievable hitter. And he's gotten better defensively this year. His teammates love him. You heard Rob Ref Snyder in the postgame reference that when he, he hit this uh, double into the, the triangle and he got to second base and he, like he put his hands up, not pointing to the sky, not doing that thing, but like, thank you, finally, finally. And it was a really cool moment for him. And a, a good moment for the Red Sox tonight. It really was. Just wish there were more of these during the year. So your thoughts on the win, your thoughts on the team, your thoughts on what do you want to see here in September? And are you gonna are you gonna call in tonight and tell me in the next half hour they're not out of it? I think they're out of it. They're not coming back from seven and a half games, but doesn't mean you have to feel that way. 617-779-7937, our phone number. You can jump in on Twitter, Mutt W E E I, or Mutt at Night W E E I if you want. Our buddy David in Florida leads us off tonight on Red Sox Review. David, what's going on, pal? My, now you're back here, uh, Red Sox Review. Uh, how many different shows have you done over your, your WEI career? Uh, every, I mean, every, every time slot. Probably have, huh? Every one, yeah. Buddy. Brock Holt. Yeah. Sure. I'm a little tired. What's that? Sounded a little tired. I'm not, it's not tired, and I feel good, but there's definitely been a voice thing going, and, and, and doing yeah. two shows today, I can feel my voice waning. So we're going to try to make it till midnight. Try to make it there, but I'm battling through here. What's on your mind tonight, David? I got two things. First of all, I mean, again, I, I just want to talk about Cora. As much as uh, as I as we all know that Bloom has done a, a, a just a, an unprofessional job. Yep. I, I mean, my thing, my my biggest thing with Cora is all the issues that have that have have defined this team this year. If they were addressed earlier in the year, if you had, they wouldn't have, they wouldn't have been as bad as what they issues? are now. David, oh. what, what issues would Alex Cora have fixed? What issues? The bullpen. What? I, I oh, David, only, David, I, I, he doesn't run the team. No, he manages them. What would you like Alex I, Cora to do? Go trade for a reliever? That's Hyam Bloom's job, not Alex Cora's. Look, no, I understand that, but if he just doesn't go to them and sends a message to to Bloom earlier in the year, you know, he, he he's just too too permissive. I think he's too permissive, and even even McDonough and, and Castigue, they're talking about it too on the on the broadcast of the game last night. I mean, there are other things too. I mean, last night's win against Minnesota. I mean, yeah, they came back and, and, and pulled that one out too. But there should have been – he should have pinched Rand for, um, for J.D., but he didn't, and he just waits for the – I mean, he, he just doesn't make the critical adjustments that need to be made. All right, that's number and, one. What's number two? I, you're wrong, I think you're wrong about that, but okay, what's number two? Okay, fine. Number two, come off season. Uh, I mean, off-season off acquisitions, everybody talks about judge. And I would obviously be a great pickup, but I would much rather 
if if angels are looking to, to get rid of Shohei, if we could put together some blockbuster deal to get Shohei here, he would be everything that we thought Dice K would be and more. And I think we should that that would be just an absolute blockbuster trade to look to look forward to next year to begin next year with. And I don't know what it would take, but uh, I mean. It would take a lot. Would it would just, take a lot, David. I appreciate the phone call. I can Why is he locked on here? I don't want to lock David. There we go. I'm going to hang up on him. Um, should we take David seriously when he calls him Shohei Otani and not Shohei Otani? I'm not. I'm not sure if we should take David seriously. <laughs> I do love him because he's there every night for his call. Whoever is hosting Red Sox review, I I, I get it. Like I, I have been critical of Core in the past. Um, I, I think a couple of years ago, put him on the hot seat uh, when they had that uh, you know rough year after the play. I, but I'm sorry, I, I put so little of this on Alex Cora. This is uh, the the old Eddie Andelman blame pie. I don't know if it's if it's just if you're just doing Bloom and Cora, it's like ninety ten. There are other things there. Injuries certainly were a factor. Uh, Player performance is a big factor. Like Cora, neither Cora nor Bloom can say, "Hey, G, could you, JD, could you hit home run here at some point? Can you flash that power for us?" No. So player performance too. But if you're just doing it, Bloom Cora, it's ninety ten. If you add in other things, that both guys are are much lower. Obviously, I think Cora is such a small part of it. I think tonight was actually a a, a good a good moment for Cora. I don't know if you guys felt this way watching these games. If you're listening to Red Sox right now, you're still watching and listening to these games. You're, 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 you're diehard Red Sox fans, which I love. But I, I sort of got the feeling like they were starting to quit on Cora. They had back-to-back really sloppy plays in Minnesota, right? They had Verdugo not getting off the bag and not getting home for a sack fly. It was too far off the bag at third and couldn't get home on a sack fly. Kepler made the play. Devers forgot how many outs there were. Verdugo made that bad play last night. Uh, the, the two nights ago, that's a grand slam for Nick Gordon. So I wonder, were they quitting on this guy? And tonight was a sign, as Will said, at least for a night, they haven't quit on him yet. You know, they battled back a couple times in the game, and I give them credit for doing so. As far as something Will said in the post game, that this is like this can be a a jumping off point for the team. I, I'm done getting caught up in that. I can't do that. Because it's such a simple phrase, a simple you know, axiom, but it's like in baseball, your momentum's only as good and only as big as your next day's starting pitcher. So if, if Nick Pavetta goes out there and, and gets lit up in the first inning, well, what kind of momentum did you really have? So maybe maybe it's a sign. Like Devers being hot, that's good. Bogart's being uh, more locked in, that's good. JD, potential in the power, that those things are all good, but... If Pavetta stinks, you know what? What? You know, what really good was that? And the bullpen is still like that's still the Achilles heel. You missed it earlier in the pregame. Tanner Houck's not going to go back this year. It sounds like uh, Bizarro came in tonight and promptly gave up a two-run bomb. Like they they could have won this game earlier in the ninth inning if the if bullpen had not given up uh, some runs late. So I, it's a great win for them. I'm not sure it means they're going to go on a run here in September because the pitching still leaves a lot to be desired. Uh, Tim's in a car on the Red Sox, 617-779-7937 here. Red Sox review up until midnight. Hi, Tim. Hey, Mutt. Can you hear me? Tim, you sound good, buddy. How are you? 
All right, good, great. Um, I was talking with my friends the other day. Yeah. And we were talking about trying to figure out um, starting next year for the Red Sox, who are you going to build the team around? And um, it's so hard. Uh, obviously, Raphael Devers, is got, he's got to be one. Um, I would agree. You always build it. Yep. But how about um, Reese McGuire as the catcher? Um, being part of that. Uh, I, I certainly think, Tim, thanks for the call, pal. Like I, I think that Reese McGuire, it's it's become evident to me, and Bradford brought this up, so I'll give him credit first. Reese McGuire's under control the next couple of years. They like how he handles the pitching staff. He's a good defensive catcher. He's the backup going forward. The question is, can Connor Wong be the starter? And, I, and Tim's comment line was about Connor Wong. Connor Wong's going to start... One of these games here this weekend, if you missed it, uh, Connor Wong got called up today prior to the game. He's the guy, one of the three players they got back from Mookie Betts. He's been on unbelievable tear. Eight home runs, two doubles the last two weeks. Like, he has been freaking locked in. And if he's the offensive catcher, Reese McGuire's the defensive catcher, sounds good to me. I just don't know if Connor Wong can do it. The times he's been up here, he's not impressed, really. And it's only been a couple of small stints, I think. But I, I believe that, yeah, they're going to give that duo a real possibility. Let those two guys handle catcher. But there's a lot of moves to be made. Tomasi wrote a great column a couple days ago, NBC Sports Boston. They're going to need five positional players, two starters, four or five guys in the bullpen. Like, this is a really, really big job for High and Bloom. Not only has he got the Devers, Bogarts, exact to hanging over his head, but he has to rebuild the Red Sox. He's got to rebuild this team to some extent. So, very important offseason for Bloom coming off what has been a disappointing major league season for this club. 617-779-7937, the phone number. What are your takeaways from tonight? Can they go on a run in September and grab a playoff spot? We'll get to more of your phone calls, and I want to get to Alex Corey. He spoke after the game. He better have been in a good mood. His Red Sox walked off the Rangers 9-8. More coming up here, Red Sox Review, Sports Radio, WEI. Mutt with you guys up until midnight or thereabouts. Red Sox review here on uh, Sports Radio WEI. First time in a long time here in this spot for me. And the Red Sox walk it off. 9-8, your final. Fourth walk-off win of the year now. Seven and a half back in the wild card. Tough break for them as three teams in front of them all won. Uh, so September 1st, they're undefeated the month. That's good. But still a long way to go to be a playoff team uh, in the American League. The manager, Alex Cora, has dealt with a lot of bad baseball this year. His team came back big. Cora just spoke a couple of minutes ago from Fenway Park. None of that in a while. So when we actually got hot, we were using the whole field. The line was moving. Quality of bats. It's in there like in the fifth inning or sixth inning. It was a five-pitch inning. We had the guy at 76. And then Doogie changed the completion in the game. He hits a homer. Um... They bring the reliever, then with more, we did a good job. And, and that last inning was what we expected out of the lineup, kind of like swing and strikes. If not, keep the line moving. And, and then we put some good swings, Kika the other way, Rafi the other way, Rafi the rocket. So, uh, yeah, a good win. We always talk about pitch selection and use the whole field. And today was a good sign. You know, he hit a few balls uh, to center, going the other way. Um, 
Seems like he's feeling better. And in the last at bat, he got a good pitch ahead. Didn't try to hit too much. Um, that's something he needs to do. You know, if you look at the numbers, we're running in scoring position. You know, it's, it's 240 or something like that, right? So um, we we need these guys to 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 do that. You know, um, it was fun to watch him locked in for the the fans were into it too so for the whole time, which is good. Good, not too many at the end, obviously, but it was fun. So you know, we'll take it and be ready for tomorrow. Yeah, he struggled with command. Um, they do a good job putting the ball in play uh, with men in scoring position. Uh, they didn't crush the ball, but they, they score seven, right? Um, obviously, a big homer by Garcia in, in the seventh or eighth, but they just kept putting the ball in play. Seeger, who is a slugger, right? He's, he's a power hitting shortstop. He goes the other way with a fastball. Then he put two strikes, put the ball in play again. He's the double. Uh, and that's something they, they've been doing, you know. Uh, I got friends over there that we talk about offense a little bit, and uh, it's something it's something that as a, as a team they're preaching, you know. And uh, it, they they move the ball around, they they put pressure on you, you know, running. And but I think command, you know, we we score we score. He walks the leadoff guy, Simeon, and then Seeger hits the double, you know, just the infield hit, but. At least he competed, like, as always, right? And that's what we want, you know? Uh, the bullpen, Familia was good, really good. That was good stuff. And he's, he's training in the right direction. Uh, Ord threw the ball well. Um, you know, it was one of those days, you know, we walked seven, and it's not perfect, but at the end, we'll take the W. That's Alex Cora over at the ballpark. It's funny. He opened it by saying something that we started the show saying a little while ago. That's the offense we thought we'd have. Don't swing at ball, strike. Uh, don't swing at balls. Swing at strikes. That's what they did. The kid Hernandez came in for the Rangers. He stunk. Couldn't throw strikes. They didn't chase anything. Took advantage. Put a four spot up. And that's. I'm sure Cora has got to feel that way. He's not going to say it, but in his own way, he did. Boy, needed more of that earlier in the year. Needed more of that from our guys to put up more crooked numbers. To it's a trickle down effect. More runs mean your your pitchers have more leeway. Your bullpen has more leeway. Everything's not so have to be so perfect back there. And the way the bullpen was built, I'm sure they thought the offense would carry them, and really never did for a long stretch. And so you're seven and a half games back. Not impossible, but I believe I looked at it this morning. Fangraphs had it at under one percent chance. The Red Sox are playoff team doesn't take away from the win tonight. Aaron is in the car. He was there at Fenway. Aaron, how was the finale tonight there at Fenway, pal? Hey, Brian. What's up, man? First time, long time. How you doing? Uh, I'm doing good. What's up, Aaron? Hey, man. Juris looked good, man. He looked like the Mets of the old days. But I got to say, that rally, that come from behind, man. I mean, I know we're a long ways out, but that felt pretty good. The energy in the, in the stadium was good, man. How, how did that look from your end? Aaron, do you believe? Do you believe in the Red Sox making a rally for a playoff spot? I want to, but I don't. You know what I mean? I, I really do, but... We, we, it's just hard, you know what I mean? I, I, I know what you mean, Aaron. Thank you for the call. People are very upset Brian Barrett's not here anymore. They're calling whatever hosts here, Brian Barrett. It just happens that way. They, they've dug themselves, to me, too much of a hole. It, it doesn't change tonight was a big win. I'm not going to crap on this win. And do I feel like there's a kind of a what-if feeling to it? Sure. But I, I do think this. we have not mentioned uh, Christian Arroyo enough. 
uh, here in the post game because the game went so long. We have uh, a lot of time tonight. But uh, Arroyo is a guy, and this is weird because I never thought of him this way. But if you look at his numbers, both offensively and defensively, like you can make the case he he's I'm not saying he's Trevor's story, but for the value you get for Arroyo versus you know what you're paying for Trevor's story, you wonder if the Red Sox front office is thinking, could we have invested that hundred and forty million dollars elsewhere? Could we have plugged in Arroyo at second base and brought back Kyle Schwarber? Can we have uh budgeted differently? Now, I think they brought Trevor's story in. Because they wanted a little bit of, not leverage, but a safety net in case uh, Xander did opt out. That seems very likely right now. But it should not go lost in anybody. Arroyo's had a great year. Hitting 289, two more hits tonight, three RBIs. Like, he's a starting infielder when he's healthy. I guess it's been the issue for them. They couldn't bank on him being healthy this year. I totally get that. But when Christian Arroyo is healthy, he is a starting second baseman for a good team in the major leagues. So he's great depth to have for sure, but he has proven to me this year he's a start at the big league level and and looks like a, a big part of this team uh, going forward. But the Red Sox had 13 hits tonight. Verdugo had three more hits in this game, had that home run where he did did the crotch grab, the, the Marshawn Lynch uh, crotch grab, rounding first base. Uh, he was three for four. He had three runs scored tonight. Uh, Devers, obviously, two for five, busting out of his slump, driving in three. He's back up to 288. Like that, Ref Snyder had the walk off. He also had another hit. Like there was some really good stuff here tonight. And Rich Hill didn't get help defensively early. Franchi had to play at first base. He couldn't make, so that was rough there. But overall, like it's a good win. That's a great. I'm not doing enough justice. That's a great win for the Boston Red Sox. Is it? Is it too little? Too late? We'll find out. We'll be back tomorrow with the pregame over Fenway Park, six ten. With myself and a cast of thousands. Eighth and doing a great job on the glass tonight. Our buddy Ben Charleston as part of the Red Sox. Follow on Twitter, Mutt W-E-E-I. Mutt at night, W-E-E-I. We are back tomorrow at 6-10 after Red Sox walk off at Fenway. See you. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.